The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. is going on my ghost squad welcome to the armed citizen podcast live this is episode number 298 we are live as always on youtube i am trey with ghost tactical and i will be uh the captain of this sinking ship uh we will let women and children go first uh if you're billy zane you can probably sneak your way onto a, a life raft we do not just saying this as a disclaimer we do not expect to send any um how do i put this untested um little submarines to come in and, and see the sinking ships we don't we don't uh, anticipate seeing anyone down there in the water the water is kind of cold so i hope you have clothes on but uh it is uh july 4th 2023 happy independence day america happy independence day uh it's a great day it's our birthday and uh we'll we'll, we'll We'll do a lot of stuff about that tonight, but uh, real quick before we get going, if you're out there in the chat, go ahead and say something out there. We don't know that you're out there unless you do. If you have any questions or comments, uh, go ahead and put them out there, and um, we'll, we'll try to get those read if they are relevant to the conversation, and let's be honest, most things are relevant, uh, especially tonight. We don't have much of a plan, but uh, it's going to be the average shit show, but I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. We will we'll have some fun tonight celebrating this wonderful country if you want to text into the show utilize the ghost tactical hotline presented by our good friends rod shelly gates at aegis gun care that phone number is 530-364-4678 and go check out aegisguncare.com if you're in the hole you're in the darkness and you're looking for that light call me text me email me 24 7 i cannot give you medical advice but i can pretty pretty much listen talk you through some stuff more importantly just be there for you if you are looking for someone to get you to some medical attention remember two things one you are not alone in this fight you have a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible and two the world is a much better place with you in it so utilize the veteran crisis hotline 1-800-273-8255 once again 1-800-273-8255 veterans press the number one we are spotlighting, as always, the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, see the website marines.com. And as always, we are proud members of the Rapid Fire Radio Network and the Self-Defense Radio Network. So go check out all of your favorite pro-gun, pro-toy podcasts over at rapidfireradio.us and selfdefenseradio.net. Let's bring in our crew. Uh Happy birthday to America. What's going on, guys? How are y'all doing? Doing great. How are you? Uh, am, uh, I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Just got home a little while ago, just in time to uh, get me with some lemonade and uh, get on here. So, yeah. 
let's say hello to these uh, wonderful bastards uh, from the weird state of Arizona where he is standing on the corner in Winslow trying to pimp him out to uh, make some money to pay for a new refrigerator, apparently. We've got John, the soulless ginger bastard. What's up, man? What is up? Uh, I would be baking on the corner of Winslow, Arizona. Right now it's 113 today with a high of 121 next week. So it's going to be a fun week. Hopefully it's not uh, soul crushing. I just hope that you get your refrigerator fixed. Just saying. Same. It should hopefully be tomorrow. They should come out and fix it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. And always riding shotgun with this from the great state of Texas, the tactical virus. I mean, uh, Leprechaun himself. What's up, Clove? Yo, America. 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 You got a patriotic shotgun in, in mind for us for tonight? All of them. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Do you have one in particular? Yeah, just all of them. All of them. All all the shotguns. Are you sure about all of them? Shotguns for everybody, okay. man. Heck yeah. Okay. There's not a shotgun out there that you'd say, eh, maybe not this one. Um, I can't think of one. No, no. Nope. I would take nope. them all. It didn't bother me. All right. All right. Well, as you guys know, today is July 4th. It is Independence Day. Um, I am still to the belief that there are many, many great documents written. Uh, among them, I think probably at the top or near the top of the list um, are the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence. Thomas Jefferson wrote a wonderful piece. It was altered later on a little bit by like Ben Franklin. I think John Adams was in there. Was, there were several that were kind of on a committee but the basic foundation, the basic writing of the Declaration of Independence was by Thomas Jefferson. So I want to read a little bit of it. I'm not going to read the whole damn thing. I'm going to read a little bit of it because it's still kind of, especially in today's America, a lot of this stuff um, still rings true. It make, make you think a little bit. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their, their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it. And to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to they them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Uh, obviously, it goes on and on and on, but those words right there, uh, I think, are amongst the most important words ever written. Um, obviously, I think the Bill of Rights, James Madison um, wrote the Bill of Rights mostly and a great job, but those words right there are amongst the most important words ever written in the world, in my opinion, 
Um, so it, it is a day of celebration. It is Independence Day. Um, you guys do anything this weekend or especially today? Anything for Independence Day or the, the whole weekend? Nope. Nope. I'm leaving nope. in about an hour to go see fireworks and food trucks and such. There you go. Give me some street tacos. Uh, either that or Mexican corn. Which is so good. Mexican corner. That does sound pretty good, actually. Uh, Minotaur Carry, $6 super chat. I want to see Ghost and Clover collaborate on a Cry 612. Should piss them both off. Clover, what do you think? Oh, I'm muted. I'd be okay with it. I don't know. I don't know why it would take me off. I mean, it's a bullpup, which sucks. But <laughs> I and you know that I love bullpups, so I'm I'm down with it. Um, yeah. Except for unless he's talking about the one that mounts under the under the quad rail. I think that's exactly what he's talking. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's exactly it, it's it's right underneath the quad rail. Um, but I'm still okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, I don't know why I would piss either one of them off. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. But yeah, yep. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. All right. Um, you guys know that every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday, we have our ghost tactical polls, aka the pony polls. Go check out our good friends over AndersonManufacturing.com. Uh, let's check out the polls for this week. The first one was put out yesterday. 2.1 thousand votes. 2.1 thousand votes. Of these, what's America's best landmark? Your choices. Grand Canyon, Lincoln Memorial, Mount Rushmore, or Statue of Liberty. Ginger, of those, which one's your favorite? Uh, being in Arizona, I'd have to say the Grand Canyon. Okay. All right. It is pretty amazing. I don't think people really understand the vastness of it. Uh, it is incredible, for sure. Uh, Clover, what about you? What's your favorite of these four? You know, I got to go with the Statue of Liberty, man. I mean, that's like it embodies all of the essence of America. So, yeah, no, I agree. I, I don't think I it's it's certainly not the most majestic. That would be the Grand Canyon, but as far as embodying America, probably the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, I uh, I, w I would tend to agree. I think that um, there are two things I think that most people around the world think of in America. One is the flag, and two is probably the Statue of Liberty. Um, Three is probably all the guns. Well, that's honestly there there there's, there's some, there is some truth to that. I think. Well, uh, especially Texas, uh, it's it's really interesting uh, when you talk to people you know, from other parts of the world and stuff like that, you know, they view yeah. Texas as, you know, literal cowboy, you know? Yeah. I mean, in this day and age in 23, I mean, they're thinking we're walking around with, you know, chaps and spurs and hats and horses and guns and that type of stuff. So, and, and I think they, I think to an extent foreign countries even see, you know, the whole country that way. Yeah, I remember uh, being overseas and a bunch of people over different places that I was at. When I said I'm from Texas, um, 
do you own horses? Do you, do you have do you do you know Jr. A lot of it was Jr. Ewing. Do, you know, do I know Jr. Now, John, Jr. Ewing was a famous character in, in a uh, a show called Dallas back in the eighties. Um, for context there, but yeah, I got. Did you do you own horses? How many horses do you have? Uh, do you know Jr. Um, but yeah, I, I think there are a lot of them that people that that do, especially Texas think that that's exactly what it is um but yeah um 2.1 thousand votes 48 percent say the grand canyon 32 percent say the statue of liberty 16 say mount rushmore and four say the lincoln memorial um, if you haven't been to dc guys now obviously there are not everyone wants to go to dc and i get why but I think that everyone should go to D.C. once in their life. Um, it is the capital of our great country. It is phenomenal. Some I'm a history guy, so there, there's a lot to be said around not just D.C., but the surrounding. You can go like two hours in a lot of different directions to see a lot of historical places. Um, but some of the memorials there are incredible. Uh, let's go to, go to the Smithsonian. I mean, you, you go for two or three days to D.C., and, and and keep an open mind. You'll I think you'll you'll appreciate. Um, what I love about D.C. is the city when they designed the city or the district, if you will. Um, they designed it to intimidate foreign heads of state. They designed it to when someone, a leader from another country, came to America and they went to go see the president. It was almost frightening to them on how it was designed. It was supposed to be big. It's supposed to be bold. Uh, a lot of the, the idea was back from the old Romans where everything was just big and, and, and overwhelming. Um, so, yeah, a lot of it, uh, it's, it's kind of cool. It's a cool place. Uh, obviously, they have interesting political things going on there, but I think everyone should go visit our, our, our capital at least once in their lives. I think everyone should do that. Anyways, that's my spiel. Um, the next one, Saturday, 1.7 thousand votes. What's your favorite way to celebrate the 4th of July weekend? Your choices are cooking out, chilling at the lake or the beach, wherever, you know, the water somewhere, going to a fireworks show or road tripping it. Clover, uh, of those four, uh, if you were going to do something, what would, which one of those four would you more likely do? Well, I used to put on the fireworks shows for quite a number of years with um, the 4-H events and other things. Um, so not necessarily watching, but but being able to put them on and then, you know, other people enjoying them and, you know, being a part of that uh, is definitely up there. Um, and, you know, given the, the money and the circumstances, I would absolutely like to do that again. But commercial-grade fireworks are not cheap. No, they're not, and they're only getting more expensive. And we we literally fundraised every year to try to make that happen, and had to get sponsors and stuff because it was thousand you know, bucks plus. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ginger, of those four, if you could, you, obviously you're going to the fireworks tonight, but uh, you know, in general, what would you most likely want to do of those four? Uh, the fireworks and the cookout. Those are the two that I normally do, or. Uh, one that's, I guess it's considered road tripping, but camping. We would go, we used to go camping every year and then that's drive definitely road tripping. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely road tripping. 
you're not sleeping in your own bed and all of that. So that would definitely be a road trip. Even if you're camping out in the backyard, I would consider that road trip and just because you're not sleeping inside your, your, your normal house and bed and all of that stuff. So, yeah. Um, I know that a lot of people growing up, we, we always cooked out at our house. We had a big neighborhood cookout in our house and kind of like a neighborhood cookout, but kind of everyone kind of gathered at our place. Um, and then um, we had friends of ours that would always camp out in their backyard. And it was a family thing. And, you know, it was, if they if the kids wanted to go in or whatever, they, I guess they could, but they, they put the tents up and they, they built a campfire and um, all that stuff. They would they would go and, and camp out in their backyard, but they would camp out for 4th of July. Now, here, uh, where we are, obviously, we're a, a destination place because of the lake and all that. And this town goes from like 10,000 to 200,000 over the 4th of July weekend. It's crazy. Uh, all the campgrounds are here are always filled up, so people have a good time and, and all that. Um, I probably would select uh, cooking out. I'm, I'm not a huge i like fireworks um but i'm not a big fan of, of being around them um they can be interesting for my brain at times um but yeah I, i'm not a huge fan of fireworks be interesting I love, for your you know, facial hair too sometimes yeah uh, could be <laughs> there wasn't a year that ever went by and i say a year sometimes we did two shows a year that I didn't have some, it wasn't catastrophic, but I didn't have one go off at ground level or some crazy thing. Singed clothes, singed hair, you know. It's a wonder I'm not dead. The, the, the interesting thing is, is you, you, if you're around fireworks long enough, you kind of know that certain ones, the timing of the fuses and all that. But... Problem is, if you did not... Thing. You know? Problem is, if you did not make them, and again, we did commercial grade stuff. That's what I'm saying. Even, what I'm but saying. you didn't make that, so if there was a crack in any of the cylinders or anything, yeah, oh. one next to it will set it off, and you know, it's yeah, it's wild. Yep, no, for sure. Uh, then now, did you guys have to like douse the ground, get it wet, and all that in the area, or how? how we that always work? had the we always had the fire department out. Okay, we only had one issue where it got out of hand, and it was one. It was actually the one that 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 hit me the worst i mean it literally singed off facial hair and it was bad and it of course set the grass on fire and um i was okay i wear glasses and and even though in july it was in the heat of the summer i would wear heavy coats with a hoodie and gloves and glasses and all of that um because i mean the shows that last you know between 10 and 15 minutes somewhere around in there and so sure. I could I could stand it long enough. And if but if it wasn't for that, yeah, I would be missing fingers and have all kinds of scars and no telling what. But uh, yeah, we always had the fire department. They were always ready and willing to bring out the grass truck and stage right there, kind of where we're setting them off, just in case. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, let's see here. One point seven thousand votes. Fifty five percent say cooking out. 27% say fireworks, 15% say chill at the lake, and 3% say road trip, um, which is interesting because a lot of people travel on 4th of July, but people that voted aren't among those apparently. So this it's interesting. Well, uh, are the people traveling on the 4th of July traveling to get to a cookout, I wonder? Hmm. 
Ah. And can they see a fireworks display from the cookout because the cookout might be on a boat? Exactly. There you go. Just break, just break the matrix it's there. It's broke, man. It's gone. Morpheus is going to show up any minute now. Red or blue? Red or blue? Which one do I go with? Red or blue? Uh, I'm going to cheat and say purple. <laughs> both of them, huh? All right. <laughs> hey, it's a party, man. I'll take both. This Thank is you. true. This is true. <laughs> What Ralphie May said. <laughs> Ralphie May learned the hard way that sometimes those parties go wrong. <laughs> All right. Last Thursday, uh, 1.9 thousand votes of my current carry rotation. Which do you prefer? The four guns that are in my current rotation. The Beretta APX, the Canic TP9 SF Elite. Their Gerson 1911 SC Ultimate and 9mm or the Walther PPQ Subcompact. Ginger, of those four, which one would uh, would you prefer? Oh, that one was hard because the only one that I personally have had experience with and like is the PPQ. Like, I haven't tried the APX yet. I've heard good things. I haven't. Really surprisingly good. Yeah. I haven't tried the. I tried the, the 10 mil. If it's anything like the 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 nine mil is anything like the ten mil gears on, I would say yeah, that one too. Uh, what was the, the what was the other one? There was one other mechanic TP nine SF elite. That would be number two for me because I I have I've tried the, that one. I really did like that one. So. Yeah, I I love all of them. That's the reason why I have a rotation. People say why do you have a rotation? Because I have so many guns that I really love to carry, and I'm not just going to carry one. Uh, it's like, oh, well, that's just not very smart. I, I don't care. I, I have multiple guns. I've probably actually got a couple more that are on that list. Um, but it's like, man, I've got so many guns that I actually enjoy carrying. And, and, and Clover knows this, and John probably knows this too. For a long, 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 long time, my my pistol purchases were in mind of carrying. Now I've I've strayed away from that in the last few years and, and expanded my my horizon a little bit on handguns. But um, most of the handguns I've bought for years were with the mind of carrying, and so most of the guns that I own I can carry. And um, yeah, there's a reason why I have a rotation. I I, I enjoy carrying different guns, and I enjoy a lot of different guns. So I want to keep them. Uh, in their rotation and all that. Uh, Clover, uh, of those four, the Breda APX, Kinnick TP9, Gerson, and the Walther PPQ Subcompact, um, which one would you go with? You know, it's hard to beat. And it's arguable. I get it. But mm. it's hard to it's hard to beat the trigger on the PPQ. It is. And it's hard to beat the feel, and it's hard to beat the accuracy, and it's hard to beat the reliability. And it's just hard to beat so many things. Um. And this will make folks mad, but you know Walter screwed up. I don't know why they re-released it as a as a the PDP and even messed with it. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I I I think, and this is not just Walter. Um, I think that there are a lot of companies that, in general, remake or change stuff up just to have a new model out um for whatever reason and it is what it is but um yeah i mean i trigger is not as good on a, every pdp i've ever shot is the trigger is not as good as every ppq i've ever shot 
Yep. Uh, I would agree with that. I think that there have been a couple PDPs that have come close, but like you said, not all of them. And almost every PPQ I've ever pulled a trigger on have been amazing. I've said it publicly, and, and I'll say that until something else passes it, the two best stock triggers I've ever shot in my life, 1911s aside. Yeah, striker fire. Striker fired you know, semi-auto triggers are the Walther PPQ and the Canic TP9. Hands down, the best two triggers I've ever pulled stock. Um, it's hard for me to choose one. I, I really can't choose one of these. There's a reason why I have many in my rotation because I can't just choose one, and I don't want to just carry just one. Well, how many? Uh, how many you have in your rotation, John? Oh God, ten maybe. Oh, wow, I, it all yeah. depends. It all like, depends on like regular I'm rotation. I'm not count, not count saying occasional because occasional I'll strap on okay. for Magnum, right? Like, well, okay. So regular rotation, it's about four, and I it was five, but I had to take one out of the regular rotation because of laws. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. But that's fair. like when I first started carrying, it was like depending on what I was doing is like, okay, yeah, there's a revolver in there. There's a, a pocket carry gun. There's a, there's that, there's like, you know, the PPQ, the shield, the, you know, even if I retire one out, it's not retired. Like if the original shield, I have the shield plus now is the original shield retired. No, I'm still going to yeah. throw it in my rotation. Every well, once I don't, in a while. I don't yeah. consider I don't consider special purpose like a pocket thing or an ankle thing. I don't yeah. consider that a regular rotation. I just I just don't. But yeah, I think I think three, four, five. I think that's probably most people. I've got three out of the four ghosts, which are are those regularly in the rotation. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only one that's not on this list that is in the regular rotation. Uh, with the with the picture poll on YouTube, you only get four choices. Um, but if I had the fifth, it would be the shield. To this oh, yeah. day, the shield is is uh, actively in the rotation. I, the shield for me will always be in the rotation. That gun uh, I bought was my first gun to carry, like specifically for carry, uh, and and it's the original shield. Um, there there are great ones out there, but for me. Um, the shield will always hold a special place in my heart when it comes to carry guns. Um, I, I still think to this day, um, it's probably as far as size and everything. I still think that it is an iconic, if not, I think it set up what carry guns are today. I feel you. Cause I'm that way with the 42. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot yeah. get away from the 42. I love it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's effective. I'm comfortable, competent, and competent with it. Um, I enjoy shooting it. Like I just can't. Mm -hmm. I've, I've played with a bunch of different things, and it's just it tops the list for my EDC. I cannot, and I don't ever see it going out of the rotation. Quite honestly, no. I, mean, I don't. Maybe I, if they maybe if they quit making 380 one day, you know, I'm forced to. But other than that, <laughs> right. Well, let, let me pose this question to both of you. Yeah. The shield, the shield, the original shield was the number one selling carry gun until the P365 came along, right? 
if we can agree on that. I believe not that's true. Not true. Was, was it the not 43? True. LCP. For uh, years, right. the LCP was the uh, highest selling as far as units. Um, actually, prior to, that, it was the, prior to that, it was the Bursa Thunder. The Bursa had a good run there. Um, but I would say like 2016 to like 2020, LCP ruled. The size of the LCP no. changed the game. That was the advantage over the over the Bursa. You're right. That's kind yeah. of what what Kill did. Is it got way small and yeah. Um, let, me, let me pose it this way. Then it was one of the top. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, if, yeah. if the three six, if the Shield Plus came out the same time as the three sixty five. Would you be more leaning towards buying the Shield Plus or the 365? If you oh, were I'm, not buy a Sig, I'm not a Sig fan, so it'd be 100% Shield for me. I'm not a fan of either, so I guess I would just use a pony stick. <laughs> well, I, I posed this question to. If I had to choose one, I'd probably go Sig because I I I I could handle a Sig over a Smith and Wesson auto loader. Yeah, Clover historically does not like uh, semi-auto Smith and Wesson. Centerfire, center, center. Well, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I posed this question the other day to a group of people, and they were like, "It would have been hard pressed to choose between the two because you they really liked the Sig at the time, and now with everything else out there, it's the three sixty five is just another one." But uh, a lot of people like the shield because the shield just does not recoil. It doesn't no. feel like, like those micro compacts. It just wants to stay on target. And that's why I think it's still popular. Even the Gen 1s are just still that popular today because of that fact. Yeah. No, I, I think so too. And I think that the, the, the biggest thing uh, that the 365 did was it didn't break any ground, right? Like it wasn't, it didn't change anything because it did introduce really, there were other double stack nine subcompact, you know, micro compact, whatever you want to call them out there. What SIG did was make that gun, that size gun cool. And so um, Smith and Wesson, even if they came out at the same time, I think that this the, the shield would probably be the better gun, but I think that people would still go with Sig because Sig's more cool than Smith and Wesson. Possibly, um, I would say that that's where I think Sig changed the game. Is they took this gun and made it cool to where everyone that didn't have one of those they had to come with it. Um, so now. Um, guy out there says just picked up a walther p22 for the wife so far she loves it it's got 250 rounds of the uh aguilar extra through it um is that aguila or is aguilar yeah he put an r on the end it's a guilla. okay i didn't know if there was an aguilar 22 lr that i didn't know about so yeah. um i figured it was aguila but i was making sure i was gonna ask you you two and know a lot more about some of those interesting brands that i don't know Oh, it's a current P twenty two. Probably it's probably okay. Um, thankfully, they did redesign the chambering a little bit on the P twenty two, the early models, which is what I've got. Um, yeah. 
pretty unreliable. Uh, well, they rectified a lot of that by, by I can't remember now. Cody mentioned it. We talked about it on a podcast years ago, but uh, they yeah. did something with the chambering on it. On them. Well, I did know at one point they were having slide cracking issues as well. Right there with the slide stop. Oh, yeah. So uh, keep an eye keep an eye on that because I don't know if it's they fixed that metallurgy yet. Well, a lot of people don't know that, but on twenty twos and especially, um, well, pretty much on all semi-automatic twenty twos, that's why if you if you think about it, you think about the Rugers and the Buckmarks and the high standards and the Woodsmans and the other old, and how the slide is like this little bitty piece in the back, and the barrel is fixed. Yeah. When you get into a full a full slide. You've got to cut the weight of that slide somehow, or the twenty two ain't gonna cycle it. <laughs> you know, and unfortunately, John, you're right. When you cut weight, sometimes depending on how you cut that weight, whether it's metallurgy or you're taking too much out of it or whatever, you can have issues. Yep. Um. Sorry, I'm writing something down before I forget. What I'm saying is that's why those quote-unquote target pistols is what people call those seems like nowadays which they were just 22 handguns back in the day uh but yeah. that's why they were made the way they were is to be solid and be reliable and still function yep ozzy out there says only got two i guess he's want carry guns in his rotation both sigs 320 and 365 hey those are solid gary uh gary says i dug my glock 42 back out and started it back in the summer rotation. He missed it. I think he he converted from a 42 into a 365 guy the last couple of years. But it's nice to see him dig out the 42. Um, guy says I still carry a burst of thunder time to time. Love the great love it. It's a great shooting gun. Um, yeah, I went with the Thunder 45. Uh, that's what I went with because oh, okay. that was that's a time. That was at the time that I thought I needed the uh, knockdown power or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, so but, so that was this this was prior to you going to the forty two and going three eighty then? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, I okay. went L I went L C P before I went forty two. I went L C P out of the Bursa forty five. No, 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 no. I went out of the Bursa forty five into a pair ordinance warthog, which was also oh, forty five. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then went into the L C P from there. I'm like, screw this forty five and heavy and, and blah blah and so um, I don't, I just, I'm like, I, I don't need all that. I don't. And, so um, oh, but, but it's not in my rotation anymore, but I would not hesitate to put it back in the, to the rotation. You know what I mean? I still got it. Yeah. And it's a phenomenal handgun. Um, I got a question for you. You, you mentioned you carry the LCP. Um, uh, it's a 380 handgun. Well, I've carried it now. Yeah. And that was a precursor to the 42. Now, the original the LCP two, by the way, not the not the Gen twos or anything like that. The OG yeah. when it first came out, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: When you started carrying and shooting the LCP, which most people understand that that is about a twenty-seven pound trigger pull. Just saying. Oh, I had to fix that very quickly. Yeah. Um, but was there a reason why you went from the LCP to the forty-two? Were you unhappy with the LCP? Yeah. Or were you just wanting to look yeah. for something different? So the LCP, even with the upgrades from Galloway Precision, mm -hmm. um, the LCP was, it's of course, smaller than the 42, right? So when you're talking about small handguns, especially in 380, this is true. 
with feed ramp angles and other things. I mean, you got to be really meticulous about keeping that clean. You got to be really careful with ammo you use. Uh, and then, like I said, I had to do some upgrades and all of that because the LCP's hammer fired. Mm-hmm. So Glock, I'm used to Glocks. I like the, the cup and ball Glock sights, stock Glock sights. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, shoot, I shoot Glocks well. I'm not a Glock fanboy or anything, but I shoot Glocks yep. well. Same here. Um, yep. So um, it just, I don't know, it just it made sense to me to, hey, it's, it's a, there's a lot of perks. I'm giving away a little bit of size. Not really much in, in the way of weight at all, but a little bit of more in the thickness in the size. Okay. But here's the thing. I don't, in the, I don't see it being much. Yeah, okay. But here's the thing in the thickness, too. Like, I don't like some of the handguns that are out there. And I'm trying to think of one in particular that was as was I've, I've played with in the past. It was absolutely horrible. But you know what I'm talking about. Some of the handguns are really, really thin. And, like, they're just hard to hold on to. And they're uncomfortable. <laughs> and they're... Like, I want something small, but at the same time, I want something that fits my hand. You know what I mean? And the Glock 42 fits that role a little better for me than the LCP did as well. So it had it had a lot of perks to it, I guess. That's why I went with that. Go ahead, John. Well, it, it's kind of funny because I, I shot the LCP, the original, and I did not like it. So for my 380 carry, I bought a Remington RM380. And I really did like that gun. I just wish it wasn't made by Remington. <laughs> right. Well, and, and it shot great. I hadn't had any issues with mine, but like I've I've seen it where the takedown pin flies out. And I've seen it with it. So I really mm-hmm. like that gun because it was metal instead of polymer and it just shot so nice and i still it's in there in the pocket carry rotation every once in a while yeah my pocket carry 380 is the bodyguard i said there was a bodyguard um that may be the worst trigger ever it's it's terrible it's terrible um at the time it, it came right after the shields and at the local gun shop uh, they had a smoking deal on it, so I picked it up, and it's like, you know, you buy once, cry once type thing. But I'll say this. It's a terrible trigger. Surprisingly, I shoot it well, though. And you know what I'm saying? Like, surprisingly, with that trigger, I still shoot it pretty well. You're used to um, it. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, probably. And that's a hammer-fired, and that's a hammer-fired, too. Dude right? It is, yeah, and here's yeah, it's what a lot of people don't understand. And I know you're not a revolver guy. I don't even own one or whatever. So, uh, but, but you, uh, you get it. Um, with double action, if you shoot something enough, you get used to the break and then you're able to stage. Right. Um, and that works the same way as a lot of people talk about with staging the trigger on revolvers. That's where you mostly hear that, but it's a thing with semi-auto too, with double action. Yeah, and especially like the internal hammer um, pocket guns, if you will. Um, there's a reason why they're not double action, single action. They're double action. Because um, if you're going to throw them in the pocket or whatever, yeah. a 27 pound trigger pull is a nice safety to have, if yeah. you will. Well, uh, to- and two, <laughs> it's a pocket gun. It's small. The barrel's super short. That's right. By that, by that factor alone, it's not going to inherently. It's not going to be nearly as accurate anyway. So, what difference is a twenty-something pound trigger? I mean, if you had that twenty-something pound trigger on a six-inch barrel, okay, you're you're screwing yourself, right? But on a two-inch yep. barrel, like, 
exactly. it's a half barrel, whatever, like it's really not making yep. that big of a difference. Uh, guy out there, question, what do y'all think of the Federal 99 grain HST 380? Um, so far, it's this new carry ammo over American Gunner. Um, yeah, yeah, it's solid. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple things for you. Um, one, I I my carry ammo, um, as long as they make that caliber, is 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 the uh, critical defense by Hornady. I've always carried it. I know how it's gonna go. I'm not saying it's the best out there. That's just what I kind of chose back in the day is to be kind of my go-to i will say this though um if you're out there looking for carry and i don't even know if they make it in three they very well could um but the sig v crown that came out a few years back for like maybe 75 percent of the price of what most other carry ammo is if you guys have never shot and i'm not a sig guy you know that um, there it is right there. But if you're able to find some SIG V-Crown, and, and John, you would know, um, do they make it in 380? I don't know. They do. Yeah. They make okay. it in 380 and 10. They, if, originally, they only came out with nine, but now they make it in I knew that, but Okay, so they do. And, and Guy, I'm not telling you that the Federals, but I, I, I think it's great. It probably is better than the Horny. I just choose Horny because that's what I've kind of always done with. But I will say that, that the SIG V-Crown... Uh, ammo is really solid for a really really solid price um i know that you guys are i know clover is a fan of, of of the federal um hst john what about you i'm a fan of the federal hst but i do there are two brands i always recommend if you want to use your practice ammo and your carry ammo to match and what i mean by that is same velocity same bullet weight same recoil is sig yep. Because Sig Sig's practice ammo and their V crowns are the same price, this, and they're also identically the same load. And then yeah. same yeah. with Spear, and I believe Federal, depending on the which Winchester, load Winchester too. Winchester. Because I run my primary in Winchester. Are you talking about uh, my, Winchester my, carry ammo? The PDX one. Okay, my, my primary uh, in 380, and I'll love it as long as it's available and I can find it, is Winchester PDX-1. And then they also make one called, they make some practice ammo called Train and Defend. That's the same. There you Well, that's Ranger, but yeah. This is the Ranger series. Same thing. They do the same with Ranger. Yeah. But they make one called Train and Defend. And so, yeah, it's, it's that way too. Used to, that wasn't the case. So that's really cool that companies mm -hmm. do that nowadays. Yep. Uh, I remember, uh, well, that's the thing is why I kind of transitioned to the SIG uh, V-Crown. And I still carry a lot of, a lot of my guns have uh, Hornady, but I, I'm, I'm kind of going to some SIG and some different things. That V-Crown is really solid. Uh, one of the reasons why is, is if you want to practice with your carry ammo, um, the Hornady is so bloody expensive that it's, you know, now I'll I'll go through like whatever in my magazines every probably two or three months whether you know I'll just go if I haven't shot it in that time I'll take my carry gun out and I'll just shoot that ammo and put new ammo in there um, always re, you know always rotating the, the ammo to newer ammo if you will but it's also you get a chance but if you're just gonna go out and shoot at range and you want to get used to your carry ammo that can get really expensive the Sig is not that way. 
Um, and, and like like Clover and John were out there, they're giving you full uh, a lot of other examples out there that you can practice with your carry ammo uh, and not break the bank. Go ahead, Clover. I think you were going to say something. Yeah, Gizzard out there is saying, uh, believe it or not, he's carrying Fort Scott 2UI in his G42 at the moment. Um, I don't know if you've tested that extensively or not, Gary, but I know he was also talking about Sig B Crown in the 42, yep. having some issues yep. every now and then. First of all, if you're carrying 380 in semi-auto, again, you're going to have to keep that thing clean and keep the feed route polished. I mean, yep. do a mirror yep. shine where you can see yourself in it, literally. Um, if you go out and you practice or whatever, polish that feed ramp up um, yeah. and keep it that way. But the Fort Scott, there's something about the Fort Scott that you've got to be careful with, and this is across all calibers, so everybody really needs to pay attention to this. Their seating depths are different. And in some semi-autos, that does cause like some major feeding issues. So just be mindful of that. Don't go out and grab a box and then go out and pop like a couple of rounds through something and then go, oh, it's good. Like, and I know Fort Scott, you know, it's, it's, it's expensive, right? Uh, it's, it's the price of any carry ammo. Uh, so way more expensive than rain ammo. But make sure that you, you've tested it out because you certainly don't want something that's going to hang up. Absolutely. Um, let's go into some of these starred ones real quick. Uh, run through these. Um, Guy says, believe it or not, for pocket carry, uh, always the Spectrum with the Lakeland Capture Recoil Spring. I have no issues with it since the spring uh, replacement. Um, Don't tell Gary see. that. <laughs> right. No, I get it. Ozzy said the only 380 ACP ammo worth carrying is Underwood Extreme Defender, and Underwood is really, really good. I will throw that out there. There's a lot of great carry ammo these days. Underwood is 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 a very good one. You can't. Uh, I've never heard anyone upset with Underwood. I'm not saying that everyone chooses it, but I've never heard people say, "Oh, I don't man, care for it." You know? Yeah, I don't care for it because I think I think Underwood in 380. Okay, let, let's... Okay, 380, yeah, it might be different than a 9, yeah, for it's, sure. It's unnecessarily overpowered for me. It doesn't... It and it, So, it I can do just as good with a with my PDX-1 or an HST, as far as expansion, as far as everything else, and I'm back on target quicker. I can keep rapid fire in a smaller group better uh, with yep. that stuff over the uh, over the Underwood stuff. So, that, that's... And that's a personal thing. I mean... Bigger guys, who say that? Ozzy? Ozzy's a pretty big dude, so Ozzy probably can handle He's a big dude. it a yeah. little better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be. Yeah. And he may be used to shooting it, too, and that makes a difference. Well, that, I can't that hardly also... find Underwood unless I order it, right? And it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't like that. Uh, they don't sell Underwood around here, uh, as far as in the, in the LGS is here. So if I, I have to get yeah. it online or something like that. But um, And maybe that's honestly why I started kind of getting into the Horny is are my local that I go to all the time uh, is a big forty. Yeah, they yeah. they've got a forty, and that's just reality sometimes, you know. Yep. Uh, Screwy School School says Spear Gold Dot Federal HST at Underwood Extreme Defense. Uh, people, yeah, Spear Gold Dot has not been mentioned. Oh, very God. solid, very solid. John um, did earlier. No, you said Lawman, didn't you? No, I said CCI Spear or Spear Lawman and Spear Gold Dot, or something like that. Yeah. Yes, Gold Dot is the uh, Lawman is the training version of the Gold Dot. Yeah, uh, and and Spears, very very good for sure. Uh, AK Lover says, please tell me the Witness twenty three eleven is still a go 
and what's the MSRP? It is a go. Uh, it should be coming out anytime now. Uh, you can thank our wonderful government for uh, the delay in this. Um, MSRP nine ninety nine, uh, right under a thousand dollars for that double stack uh, twenty three eleven. That was the last that I've heard. Uh, Clover, have you, have you heard anything else? Uh, that's the last I heard was the nine ninety nine mark. That's MSRP. it. I think they last I heard they finally got some of the issues with uh, ATF and Department of State. They've had issues with yes. Uh, yes. It is not Gerson. It is not EAA. Obviously, they want to get those things in the market and, if nothing else, make money. So um, it's not a hang-up where, like some companies we see, uh, Ghost, you and John both know this happens. company comes out and they promise something and they have their prototype, and 10 years later, they've never had a had, a, had the firearm. That is not the case with this. They are legit being mm -hmm. held up by our wonderful government. So, <coughs> Dan, listen. Yeah, um, they are. They're they're ready. Uh, they're tooled anytime. up. They're tooled up. They have everything. The production's going. They just can't get them into the country because of the issues. Yep. Yep. Um, man, that was pretty cool. Uh, ammo talk and um, carry talk for sure. Um, I tell you what, we're gonna do. What we're gonna do we've got about 45 minutes before john gets out of here he's got to go um shoot his eye out with some fireworks let's draft let's do a quick draft there's only three we should go back pretty quickly i think everyone kind of likes to draft but here's what we're gonna do we're gonna draft american guns only not in not including like the SIGs in the Glocks that are now made in America. We're talking American companies. Um, go ahead, John. I, I, I feel like your head's getting ready to explode. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, so let's do it real quick. We'll do three rounds of each. Let's go three gun, let's say. Rifle, handgun, shotgun. American-made companies. Uh, each of us will get uh, th three rifles, three handguns, three shotguns. We'll each get a, a first pick in a round of each, all of that. So there's going to be nine rifles, nine shotguns, and nine pistols total. That should be no problem for us to come up with those. I'm not going let, to let's, – let's not put um, – do we want to do revolvers and semis separately? I think we should just do handguns. Do them all together. Yeah, and then rifles, let's do bolt, levers, semis all together. Just rifles, handguns, and shotguns. How about yep. that? Yep, yep. You guys good with that? Now, let me ask you this. If someone were to say, it's going to come up, AR-15, is that, or do you go no, brand specific? It's not, yeah, it's not specific. Okay. Got to go specific because brand and model. I would say so, too, because like a 1911 isn't a 1911. Like, if, if I say 1911... That encompasses a lot of a lot of 1911s and all that. So, uh, I think we do need to go um, brand specific. Yeah. and specific. Can yeah. I get a ruling on this? If yeah. it if it is Beretta, say Beretta 92, do I have to specify the U.S. name made or are they out because they're foreign? They're out. They're, they're out. Okay. All right, that's what I thought. American, right. American founded companies. American founded companies. How about that? A lot of these companies now, like CZ and all that, they're in America and they and they're making guns in America now, but they're not American origin company. Makes sense. Um, what do you want to do? Let's do let's do rifles first. What do you think? Let's do it. 
All right. Uh, I'm going to let um, John, you go first. First round pick. I'm, I'm going to keep track here. Uh, first round pick for rifles here. With my rifles. first pick in the 2023 draft, I'm going to select the Remington 700. Okay. Remington 700. Very, very nice. Uh, Clover, your first round draft pick for rifle. Easy, man. Winchester 1873. Uh, Winchester 1873. Mm. Wow. I'm getting ready to shit Clover because I'm doing this. Just I'm going to go Marlin 1895. Go ahead. Uh, we're all going old school. You got the better rifle. I don't know that it's most American iconic, but you, I think you I'm got not, the no, better no, no, rifle. I'm not saying iconic. I'm saying I mean, we're drafting we're drafting <laughs> rifles that are American. Uh, yeah. Maybe not iconic, but we're we're drafting what we would choose that were American made rifles. Yeah. Um, sure. Um, all right, second round. Uh, Clover, you've got first pick the second round. Ruger 10-22. I knew that was coming. I'm surprised, honestly, that wasn't his number. His first round. I draft. knew you wasn't going to say it, and John had already spoken, so I knew I was probably going to be safe. So I snagged I went, while I could. So I, I was going to snag one of yours, and I thought you might want the Marlin more than the 1022, so I went Marlin. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was I was going to go one of those two. Um, for me, um, everyone knows it, man. I'm, I'm going to go with the HK416. I just, that, 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 that is just, Fucking amazing. Yeah, I know. Oh, HK, never mind. Duh. Not American. I just that popped in my head. Um, uh, okay. Jeez, Louise. Uh, let's go with all right, let's go with M1 Grand. Garand. Is, people is that American it. or Canadian? Canadian. That's Canadian. Is it really? Canadian. Yeah, yeah, he's a Canadian. <laughs> no, I never knew that. I didn't I I just I never knew that. So I learned something new today. Canadian, yeah, son of a bitch. I guess I won't go Garand. Um, well, screw it. Let's go. Nineteen oh three Springfield. Good that choice. was good. That was going to be one of my next two. Uh, yeah. So I am, that's uh, off the board now. I am going to go with the Browning BAR. Oh, nice. It's a good one. Solid. It is. All right. So I get first pick in the third round. Iconic at this point, and it's our birthday. Kentucky Long Rifle. Just for the iconic side of it, I'm gonna go with Kentucky Long Rifle. Wow, I know there's a lot better things out there, but I think that that's just a fun one. Uh, I think that's, yeah, 
Uh, Ginger, your second, your third round pick. Well, it's I've been mulling back and forth between two of them, and just for the memes and to be funny, I'm going to go with the Facts and Firearms A Rack. The what now? I'm sorry, I was I was scratching my ear. Just for the memes, the Facts and Firearms A Rack, because you'll never see one. Okay, all right, Clover, your third round pick. 1874 Sharps. 1874 Sharps. Uh, Clover, 1874. Do we want to go another round, or are we want to just move on? I know, I know John's got to go. Ahead. Let's just move on. Uh, so let's let's. Uh, Clover ended up with the Winchester, the 1873, the Ruger 1022, and the 1874 Sharps. Ginger, Remington 700, the Browning BAR, the Faxon A-Rack? Okay. A-R-A-K. That's how it's spelled. It's basically an A-R and an A-K. I, I, I know that, but I mean, is, it, is that they say the A-Rack, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, and I ended up with the Marlin 1895, 1903 Springfield, the Kentucky Long Rifle. For some reason, I didn't have any modern sporting rifles. Isn't that funny? Go figure. Go I'm figure. sure you would pick an Armalite or a Colt. You know, I was really gonna, I was really gonna go with the Colt M16 um, on my third pick. Um, but all of a sudden, like nostalgia, or whatever, the Kentucky Long Rifle just popped in my head, and I was like, "No oh, shit, let's go with the Kentucky Long Rifle." You know, uh, let's do this. We're gonna go hand guns next. So this will be ginger, uh, clover, ghost. Um, ginger, you had first pick. Uh, so clover, you're gonna get first pick of the first round for handguns. Colt single action army. All right, Colt single action army. Ah, uh, then I'm going to go with the 1851 Navy. And if you're going with the 1851 Navy and he went with the Army, I'm going to go the Remington 1858 Army, or New Army. Is it New Army or Army, Clover? 1850? I think it's 1858 New Army. 1858 new, new army. All right. So we got our 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 iconic revolvers out of the way. Uh so second round, I'll go I'll go first to the second round. Um gotta go Colt 1911. I mean that's kind of tough to beat that one. 1911 A1. Yep. Uh, Ginger, your second round pick. I'm going to go with the Colt 1903 Pocket Hammerless. Good one. Colt 1903 Pocket Hammerless. All right. Uh, Clover, your second round pick. I'm going to stick with Colt, uh, Alex, and uh, I'm going to go Colt That's Walker. Good, right? Ooh, the Walker. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Ginger, you've got first pick in the third round. I am going to go with the 
Savage and Clover, I need your help with this. Is it the 1912, which is the 10 round 380? Yeah, I think so. 1912 380? Yeah, or it's, it's three, 32. Sorry, 32. 32? I'll, I'll get you an actual date, but it's the Savage. The Savage 32? Yeah. I know what he's talking about. So, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Clover, your third round pick. Are we on third round? We are, yeah. Third round already. How do we get to th- how do we- You've got the Colt Single Action Army and the Colt Walker so far. But I thought we were rotating around. Why do I get first pick again? You don't. That was his third. He got the first pick of the third round. He went with the Savage 3-2. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I've got the Walker. 1907. Okay. I've got the Walker. The 07. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, dang, this is tough. Um, man, I need a semi-auto. Uh, Ruger Mark 1. Okay, I'm going to go, I've already got a semi, and I've got the Navy. I'm going to go the first handgun I ever bought, and I still wish I had it, the Smith & Wesson Model 10. I wanted to say that, and I'm glad you did. And here's the reason. That was a major U.S. export as well. So not only iconic, it's still around today, but that thing has been used by police forces and military and stuff around the world. Yeah. Yep. Um, To this day, it's one of the reasons why I don't like revolvers, but I still wish I had it. You know what I'm saying? I still wish I had it. Now, guys saying Browning High Power, that that, that would not count, though, right? No. It was produced no. by FN, so right um, designed by Browning, but finished out not, produced actually by FN. It was so. it was not produced by Browning; it was an FN. So yep. as much as if if the FN was available, I would have taken it ahead of the 1911 personally. That's just me. Uh, maybe not, but I, I probably I might have taken the third round uh, for sure. But yeah, it, just because it's a Browning, it actually was FN. Um, all right, so you Ginger, get start, you get to start shotguns. Oh Jesus! Why did uh, I do uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Ginger, you've got the Remington uh, 1858 New Army, the Colt 1903 Pocket Hammerless, and the Savage 1907 and 32. Uh, Clover's got the Colt Single Action Army, the Colt Walker, and the Ruger Mark One. I've got the 1851 Navy, the Colt 1911, and the Smith & Wesson Model 10. I feel like I won that one. I, I feel like I, I, I think I might have won that one. And ironically, none of them are modern semi-automatic wow. guns. I didn't go with a Glock 17 or, or the Beretta 92. I could have gone with either one of those. But I could have gone with a lot of other stuff. Like I, I was thinking in my mind, um, the Colt Python, I almost went. Um, Smith and Wesson 29 was uh, back in my the, head. I was thinking the Col- the detective special. I don't know what model number that was, but the, the, the detective special is pretty, pretty awesome. Uh, 
just the detective question. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if it was a different mall or not. Yeah, Smith 29, Smith 36. There's a few different Smith and Wessons. All, all the Gen 3 Smiths weren't brought up. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not going to lie. Schofield would have been a solid one. Billy the Kid, yeah. I, I thought of one as far as semi-auto. When, when Clover says, I need a semi-auto, people are going to laugh at me. Think what you will. The Springfield XD came into my mind. The XD line well, of Springfield were good guns. It's not American-made, though. Made, in, made Croatia. in Croatia. Yep, made in Croatia, Springfield? baby. Yeah. yeah that's a copy no, of the no. HS2000. Yep, it's oh, Croatia. Well, I'm glad I didn't say that. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, um, dang, I had, oh, with all the cult talk, one that did not come I'm up surprised. Was, well, was the book. The, I'm surprised you didn't take the bookmark, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I could have. But the... Um, um, we're talking about iconic, like America type things again. So it's not necessarily yeah. when there's really going for my personal, but with the, with all the old Colt talk that come up and all the old revolvers, six wasn't mentioned. What he said, uh, John brought up the Schofield, which was Billy the kid, yeah. but doc holiday, the Colt lightning wasn't That's brought right. up either. Oh, see, I didn't know which one. I don't, I don't yeah. know all the stuff when it comes to revolvers, which one's which. Um, what about the 686? Don't you think that's pretty iconic too? Mm. Or is that more modernly iconic? I think that's more modern. I mean, yeah. the, none of us brought up the high point. Just this is true. <laughs> <laughs> or or any of the Caltechs, right? Yeah. What about the Ruger Blackhawk? The Tech Nine technically was a pistol. It would have counted. <laughs> no, the Blackhawk would have been good. I mean, Black there's Hawk a would have been a good one. Vaquero. But Carol would have been a modern single action army, but it's different. It is not a yeah. cult, not a cult copy, even. I mean, we uh, didn't bring up Derringers either. Yep, it's true. Uh, this is true, too. What about the uh, the model 36? That was a pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, he got all serious and locked up on us there. Yeah, What's that? Did I lock up? Yeah, for a second. No. Oh. Uh, what about the thirty? I, I hear people talk about the thirty-six. Was that? I'm not a revolver guy, so I don't know. But the thirty-six. Was yeah, thirty-six. That yeah, thirty-six was the was the uh, the counterpart or whatever to the detective special, basically. The, okay. The guy says uh, high point in sky. <laughs> if you want to watch a great video, Steve did a video with me on the thirty-six versus the uh, detective special, the which special? was okay. which was interesting. It was more. Now, is it barrel length, or what, what What was the main difference? Round count. Yeah. Oh, just, just higher capacity? Okay. One's okay. got six, one's got five. Yep. Yeah. Detective Special 6 and 36 is five. Yep. Mine you is also a heavier barrel. My Detective Special is a heavier barrel than my 36. But that's now, just, I think that's just because of the, the 38 special. I think that's just because of the age. Do what? Uh, was the Detective Special, was that? Only 38 special, or was it 357? No, the next special was only 38 special. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yep. I knew it was mostly used with 38 all special, smaller. but I didn't know if it was one of those 30, 357s you could shoot 38. Yeah, no, it's all, it's all smaller frame. At the time, um, you know, they can make modern stuff that's uh, 357 now and that, that frame size, mm -hmm. but back when they were making those, they were a little bit leery about doing things like that. Thought it might be a little bit too powerful for that frame, the 357. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right, Neo, write down shotguns and let's go. 
Bang bangs. Uh, ginger and clover. So you said I got first pick. Is that right? You do with shotguns, yeah, of all things. Uh, can you even come up with three? That's going to be the question. Oh, I can. I mean, okay. I'm not Good. ignorant, I don't think. Then again, they might not be made in America. So, um, um, as long as you I stay away my, from, yeah, the modern, modern stuff, especially like you can't do anything hardly modern for a shotgun. There's very few modern stuff made. Uh, Mossberg 500. Yeah. Am I, am I clear with that one? Yeah. You're All right. Wrong. All right. Ginger. Now, let me ask you this. Is the 500, does that count the 590, or is it just strictly the 500? I'm sticking with the 500. I just wanted to know. The 500, 590 is technically the same shotgun. The same, yeah, I was going to say. It's got so, a different model number because of case, configuration yeah. issues, but pretty but much every single shotgun. part interchanges. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Uh, I'm 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 staying with the, the 500 uh, Mossberg 500 uh, Ginger. So I would I would stack that and I'd say you you're choosing the 500 590 is what I would okay say. okay all right sounds good. Uh, I don't hear a thing you're saying, John. I don't know if you're muted or you also look kind of funky. Yeah, he lost his something. lost some lost something going on. Yeah. If we don't hear you, can type it in the private chat or you just leave and come back. If you'd like, but um, yeah, this this awkward silence brought to you. Oh, here's a private chat. He's going Winchester eighteen ninety seven. Oh wow, okay. He's going old school, man. He is going old school, and that leaves you something that I didn't think would be around for the third pick. But go ahead, third pick. Um. You know what? I'm going Winchester Model 12. Oh, shit. I'm going trench gun, man. Okay. I uh, was not expecting that. Um, You've got an opportunity to stack some pump actions if you want. I, 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 I do. I do. We're trying to leave. I'm trying to leave you the easy ones. That way, you know. Just saying. But I, I, I know what I should take. <laughs> I know what I should take. But I'm not going to take it. I should take the uh, 870. Should. But I'm going to. I'm going to take the 1100. Uh, I think. That's a solid. It's a solid choice. I'm going to go because I've, I've got the Mossberg right. I'm just going to. I'm going to go the Remington. 1100. All right, Ginger, uh, your second round pick. And he is in the private chat. He says, I don't know what's going on. Um, no, the sound is not coming through from here. We don't, you're muted, though. I don't hear anything, John. I don't know if you're talking or not. Uh, leave and come back if you want, and we'll we'll uh, we'll wait. Just leave and and come back. I might let you back in. I might let you back in. Um, do you have a second round pick? If you can hear me, 
Uh, he's got to run anyway. So, all right. Um, all right. Well, hell, we'll just go for each then, uh, Clove. John, I, I, I don't know if you can hear us or not. Um, have a safe uh, independence day. Have a safe fireworks show. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Um, so, yeah, they are. Um, he can hear us, so he's saying out. All right. So, we'll just go between. Uh, did you want. Now, since he's gone, the 1897s back on the board. We'll just do it that way. Nah. Okay. All right. So you're, we'll, we'll go four rounds then for you okay. and I. What's your second round pick? This is the second. Uh, Ithaca Model 37. Interesting. Um, I'm going to go Browning A5. You can't. That's FN. Oh, that's an FN also? Oh. Brownings, yeah. Brownings made by FN. Did he do everything with FN early made in, in the day? Made yes. in Belgium, made in Belgium and the later models in Japan, I think. All yep. right, then I'm gonna do the I'm gonna go the Remington eight seventy then. Because obviously you're not gonna pick if you haven't taken it yet. So um I don't know a whole lot more, so I might get screwed. Uh your third round pick. Um Man. Hmm. I want a double barrel, but the thing is, you got to go really old, unfortunately, to get anything like that. Um, you know what? No, you don't. Hang on. Give me, give me a second. Um, Uh, Let me ask you this when you're looking. Is right. I might be giving you one, uh, but is the Browning Satori, mm -hmm. was that FN as well? Browning Satori is made overseas, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Pretty well, much all the. I'm going to start thinking of well, yeah. the Satori. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, Guys, I need help out there. I don't know. It makes me more shotgun. Trying to so. get a particular oh. model here. Um. Let's go with the. This will work. Let's go with the H and R. I'm trying to get a model because we need models. Like, and I, I don't remember them all. Let's go with an H and R topper, model fifty-eight. Topper? Yeah. Topper. Single shot. Model. That's pretty iconic. Fifty-eight. All right. Um. I've got the 500, the 1100, and the 870. Get you a 930 or a 940 Mossberg to round out the quad there. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing like the 830, 835. Um, yeah. Um, oh, what's that one? It's a Remington. Uh, something Max, Max, uh, Remington, Remington, Versa Max. Yeah, Versa Max. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Versa Max. Is that a decent one? Am I getting screwed by doing that? Um, Versa Max is okay. 
I'm you don't have go. a whole lot of choices. I don't. Um, yeah, I'm go the Remington Versamax. Because I think my top three are pretty solid. The 500, the 1100, and the 870. I think that's pretty. Is the Versamax made in the. Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. I mean, I'll allow it. I'm not going to argue it. All right, screw I, it. I'll, 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 I want to take I John. Quest, I question it. I question it. I question it, but I'm not going. I wouldn't argue it. Right? I'm, I'll just take John's know. 1897 for my last round pick. How about that? Yeah. I just know that the um, that the the new, newer semi-automatic shotguns, you've got to be real careful. And newer over and unders, you've got to be really careful. And Yeah. 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 Uh, your fourth round pick. Oh, man. Um, the Anderson Pony Express. <laughs> we'll call the Anderson Pony Express prototype, uh, uh, extremely rare prototype. <laughs> right. Why not? Uh, why not? Uh, <laughs> technically, you could go with your Mandalorian rifle. Technically, that's technically a shotgun. Of course, it was, it, it was built in in the United States because I built it, but it's built yes, it off was. of it's built off of a Turkish shotgun. So I don't know that was, you, it, was it a Charles Daly or who was that that you uh, Hatfield? Hatfield. Okay, I can't remember built off of a Hatfield. Yeah. Walmart special, wasn't it? Yeah, $99 and took two hours to get checked out with their stupid anti-gun, <laughs> stupid policies. They even they even run, because here in Texas, with a with a CHL, that's your background check. So you fill out, yep. basically fill out the paper, pay, and leave. But Same here. Walmart, Walmart won't allow you to do that. They call it in. You have to go through their the ATF forms. You have to go through their forms, blah, 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 blah. It is a pain in the butt. I don't know if anybody out there has bought a firearm from Walmart in the last few years, but holy I'm Moses. Not, uh, I can remember. That was uh, the original gun. I was uh, Winchester 3030 back when I was 19. I can remember buying firearms at Walmart and not have that issue. And I can also remember back in the day, uh, family members. I wasn't old enough. And they Walmart didn't sell handguns by the time I was old enough to buy a handgun. Uh, they didn't phase all that out. Most stores, anyway. Some stores they still did, but uh, I can remember family members and stuff buying handguns at Walmart. But man, they're horrible now. Yeah, um, man, I don't remember seeing handguns at Walmart. Like I said, I only bought one at Walmart. I ever. have. Been years ago. First, We're talking in the eighties. Uh, oh yeah, see, I wasn't. I was in the guns until what ninety four. Yeah. Um. So yeah, my first gun I ever bought was uh, the Winchester 3030 at Walmart. I was on leave home from boot camp. Right, I think like the next day after I got home from boot camp, the first thing I did, I woke up that morning, went to Walmart, and bought a rifle. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I can say I was hooked, if you will. Um, uh, Buck out there says I sighted in the 350 Legend today. It's awesome, awesome. Yo, what I just out there. What's up? No, I I don't know, Buck. What did you get in three fifty legend? Um, yeah, what three fifty legend, man? I'm curious. That's but, one that all through the pandemic, three fifty legend was, and it still is here. It's stacked on the shelves, like stacks and stacks of three fifty legend. And I'm like, I need something in three fifty mm -hmm. legend. Um, basically, it's a thirty thirty. 
pretty much. I want to say, wouldn't it? I mean, you would probably want to go with lever, wouldn't you? I mean, that would be kind of like be the obvious choice to go with lever for the three fifty legend. Um, problem is three fifty legend is not a rimmed cartridge. Okay. I don't think is it? No, it can't be because it's designed for like. I've, I've never shot the 350 Legend, so I don't know. It can't be. Yeah, it's not rimmed. So you know, in a lever, that's going to be tricky. Yeah, I've never shot it. Uh, Ruger Ranch, he says. Nice, very nice. Old action, cool. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. All right, we got about ten minutes before we're going to get out of here, so. Uh, I know that you've been uh, busy this weekend doing other stuff and uh, and all of that. I've been busy at work and everything else. But uh, if you guys missed it, we had a, a pretty fun Ghost and Clover uh, a couple nights ago. Check that over at the Ghost and Clover channel or your any either one of our podcast uh, networks. You can check those out. Those are always interesting. Yes, Ozzy says he's got a Savage Axis in three fifty Legend. Nice. That's a uh, solid right there. That would have to be like an Axis Two or something, though, Ozzy. Right? I don't think Three Fifty um, Legend was around with the OG Axis. He Buck says it is super sized nine millimeter. No, no, no. I, 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 I've heard and I know a lot, but I've never shot a Three Fifty Legend. So, um, actually, probably, you know what? I, I'll probably make sure if you don't mind, Clover, remind me and and. and Force me to shoot something in 350 Legend up at TriggerCon. I'm sure someone will have a 350 uh, 350 Legend up there. I should. What do you think? If they yeah. should, if if we find something, make sure I shoot it. Um, I've heard it's like a it's, thirty. It's a thirty thirty. It was designed because thirty thirty is neck down. In so many states, you can't hunt with a neck down. 350 Legend was basically designed for those people in those states to basically have a thirty thirty because the thirty thirty is. Arguably the most popular hunting cartridge in the, in so the United States. Let's be honest. 3030? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Straight wall okay. 3030. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It's, hey, short, it's shorter because it has to be, but it, ballistically yeah. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've heard many good things. I just have never shot it. Not because I've avoided it. Um, I just, I've been around it at several opportunities to shoot it. it different range days and i just never have not because i'm avoiding just because it doesn't come pop in my head so i remember was it two or three four years ago i can't remember um you shot um you shot it uh who was that that had it one of the first ones that came out with a gun um winchester probably was it Winchester you shot like range day, like in 2020 or something? Probably. Probably. It was probably yeah. Winchester. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know you shot something through the legend like in, in, in 2020. And that was, if I remember correctly, that was like the first time I'd heard about it. Uh, it was like 2019 or 2020 when I kind of, that's when I first started hearing about it. I don't know how long it's been around, but that was the first time I can remember. Yeah, I shot it. And I think maybe like four the four or five years ago. Yeah. And then maybe the 28 nozzler or something there. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, Buck's taking out the 450 Bushmaster tomorrow. Nice, the bushy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, fantastic. Uh, that sounds like it'd be a blast to shoot. So yeah. now, what's it? What's his 450 bushy in? What's your 450 bushy in? 
Uh, I want to say it's the. I think it's an AR platform. Uh, I might. I might be wrong. I think yeah. that the Bushmasters are for as an AR, but. Um, Buck, what is it? I I, I think it's an AR, uh, yeah. but I, I might be I might be wrong. Yeah. Uh, um, let's wait for him to uh, type it out there. This awkward silence brought to you by the 450 Bushmaster. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so we had the Goose and Clover going on last Sunday. Um, oh, Ruger Ranch in 450. Bushmaster. Oh, he's got a 350 and a 450. That's pretty cool. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. He's got a theme going. I like that. He does. I wonder if he got a deal on some Ruger ranches or something, you know? <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like it. Uh, what you got coming up, man? I know you dropped a video earlier today. I haven't I seen it yet. A, I dropped a video early for uh, those that haven't watched it. Go check it out. Uh, five firearms I would not sell for a million dollars. So, um I think that was the title on it something like that but uh, basically five arms i would you know never get rid of a uh, pretty quick video so go check that one out um yeah the launch air pop yesterday too i had the independence day launch air pop last night so if you want to check out the uh, uh mc 1911 10 millimeter carry um the the superior version to the one ghost has by the way Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, I've got Something. the compensated model and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, mm. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Um, but, yeah, you want to see that. And then model. And then more importantly with that was I talked about uh, Betty Zane and Peter Francisco. When we, we talk about the American Revolution, you hear about George Washington and you hear about, you know, all of these other generals and this other, you know. And you don't hear about some of the unsung heroes that that yeah. literally it would not have ended up the way it did had those people not been the heroes they were. Uh, and Peter Francisco certainly was one of those people. If you don't know who that is, you really mm -hmm. need to go read about Peter Francisco. Um, not having him around could have potentially affected the outcome of the American Revolution for sure. Uh, Betty Zane, not so much, but it's really cool to see a 16-year-old young lady uh, take on the the responsibility and, and things that she did. I won't give their stories away too much. Uh, yeah. Either check that live out from last night or go uh, research it for yourself. But um, I've been into that for a while. I mean, I, I've read a lot of books with with the founders and the framers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And once you read so much about Jefferson and, and Franklin and Washington and, you know, all of those guys, Adams and all of those guys, uh, Hamilton, you know, there's only so much. And then you like start looking for other stuff. And in a lot of stuff you read from those, you get little snippets of other people throughout history. And yeah. sometimes those other people play just as important of a role and they're never talked about. They're not on our money. They don't yeah. really have big national monuments attributed to them or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and so I always like to, on Independence Day, you know, let's talk about some of those basically regular people that you know made a difference yeah no i hear you uh there's um oh i didn't know that uh mandatory carry said that he was on a stamp i didn't know he was on a stamp yeah back in uh 1976 the bicentennial year 
mean, he uh, was the one that had the big ass sword, wasn't it? Oh yeah, six foot, six foot broadsword. Yeah, yeah. sure the right person. He had and, a big ass sword and killed the crap out of redcoats with a yeah. six foot broadsword. Yeah. yeah, I just want to make sure I was thinking the right guy. Yeah, I remember uh, the name. I was like, I think he was the one with the big ass sword. Fought in many, many, many battles. Was was all, what mm. what most people would be gravely injured uh in a lot of those battles he was and let, yep. yet still <laughs> still kicking but yeah they did do uh mandatory carries right they did do a with the bicentennial stamp releases they did that year uh, i did, did have one with him. that's kind of cool yeah that's kind of cool did have yeah. at least at least something with him which was nice but he doesn't get talked about enough like i said betty zane doesn't and uh i honestly Molly i don't know Pitcher, who Molly Pitcher, another chick, uh, young lady, I'm, whatever you want I'm to call aware it. Of Molly Pitcher, but I was yeah. not, I'm not familiar with Zane. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Betty Zane. Betty Zane. Yeah, I'm not familiar with her. So, yeah, I'm going to go read her story a little bit here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, um, I don't know who that is. So, yeah, I'll have to go look her no, up. No, it's 1770, uh, 1976. 1976, the, the, the bicentennial. Bicentennial year. Yeah, is when they put the snap out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's dyslexic. <laughs> That's okay. But, yeah, he said he thought it was a 1700s or 1800s. Yeah. Uh, it's a modern snap. Or, and I still didn't know that I uh, knew their stamp of them. So. Yeah. But then again, like I didn't I mean I know who I know who he is. I remember him the big sword, but I probably would have never like looked him up for a stamp or something, you know what I'm saying? I don't do stamps, so I mean I don't like collect or anything, so um yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um yeah, happy birthday, America. America 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 uh Who knew the Crips and Bloods were the Civil War? Nice says that's funny. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was a heavy sword. I'm sure it was heavy. I know it was a long ass sword, a big ass sword. I'm assuming a it was six heavy. foot a six foot broadsword's got to be heavy. But if you I'm read saying. the if you read the exploits and go through, of, he was of that a big dude, guy though, right? He was like six six. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Him swinging a broadsword, like not no problem for him. And plus, let's be honest, people back in those days, they were a little tougher than people nowadays, anyway. A little uh, bit. When you gotta yeah. draw your water from the well every night, every day, and you know what I mean? Like you build some muscle, plow the fields and other stuff. You you uh yeah, go build some muscle, dude. Just walk everywhere you go. Yep. Uh you wanna build a house? You're building a house. You are building yeah. A house. Amish style. <laughs> Have a house Amish raising. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Put a party like it's 1899 or whatever. 1699. Yeah. What it was? 1669. Yeah. Go to a party like it's 1699. <laughs> awesome. Uh, had fun tonight. One and two. Uh, I'm tired. I know everyone's probably tired. It's been a long weekend for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to. Um, if you guys haven't seen it yet uh, and you're into the Jack Ryan series, this is the final season, season four. The first two episodes are out. Um, so enjoy that. Extraction 2 is out. Uh, have you seen Extraction 2 yet, Clover? I have not. That's the Hemsworth movie, yeah. right? Yeah. No, I yeah. have not. 
Yeah. Um, have you seen she, Expendables yet, Ghost? No, I have not. Yeah, uh huh. You've got about a month for the. No, I understand. That. Just saying. I, I, I totally forgot. I'm not gonna lie. I had time to watch the other night. I just didn't. I watched uh, Extraction Two, and I should have watched Expendables. Um, I just totally forgot. Totally forgot about it. I think you'll be well, like me and John Wick. Well, how many if are watched? If you watch the first one, you will watch the other two because you. Okay, you so there's three things. total. There's, there's three, three total right total. now. Yeah, the fourth right. comes out in September. So same as John Wick. Have you seen the fourth John Wick? Hell yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah, we talked about it the other yeah. night. Remember? Yeah, duh. Yeah. I'm not this but Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Blind dude was fucking awesome. Oh, Kane. yeah. Oh, Kane, Kane is so freaking cool. Badass. Kane mm -hmm. is a badass. Um, yeah. Um, all right. Let's get the hell out of here. Hour and a half. We're into this. Uh, happy birthday, America. Happy Independence Day. Hope you guys are safe. Hope you, have, you guys had fun spending time with your family, uh, celebrating who we are. And that is the greatest country in the world. We have our flaws, no doubt. Um, the idea of America is still a beacon in this world. Um, happy birthday to the greatest country ever. Well, guys, we'll see you soon. Simple five. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like this one and want to check out some of our other podcasts, we invite you to check out the Jarhead Podcast, the Ghost and Clover Podcast, and the Speed Limit 155 Podcast. We also like to invite you to check out our YouTube channel, Ghost Tactical. If you're into the firearm world and the lifestyle of the, of the firearm community, go check that out. And obviously, go check out our website, ghosttactical.us, to check out all of our projects, our swag, our stores, and our discount codes. Once again, thanks for always supporting the podcast, and we'll see you soon. Simplify.